0: Hey, friends, and welcome to the Equestrian Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Lee, and this is episode 171. This episode is for all of my fellow fashion lovers. You have seen these pieces over on my lifestyle platform, My Equestrian Style, but I literally find ways to wear these items every single day, whether I am at the barn or teaching or traveling on the airplane or in my bikini. I am wearing one of these pieces. So I thought it would be fun to have one of our co- the co founders of this lovely brand on today talk a little bit about her inspiration, how she got started, what kind of makes her brand different from the rest, and how she's making big waves, not only where she's based in the UK, but also now in the US. So... I wanted to talk about all of these pieces because I think that this is the next brand you need to give a try. I was so blown away, as you'll hear in the interview. I was so taken aback with how perfect these pieces were and how well they fit and how amazing they made me feel. So I knew this needed an episode to chat more and dive a little deeper about what makes Yagya so amazing. So without further ado, I would love to welcome our guest today, Mathilde Urdenola. I would love to hear. I'm like so excited to dive in to Yagya because it is one of my absolute favorites. If if anyone spends any time on my equestrian style, you know I'm a huge fan. But I would first love to hear about how you first kind of found yourself in the equestrian world. So I was a writer since I was five years
1: old. We went to some kind of like circus stuff where you could try riding for the first time. And since then I was hooked. I got my first Shetland pony when I was six years old and his name was Lileman. And since then I was just been, yeah, just been a, like a horse girl. And as many, I had a pulse in between. I was 24 until yeah, 29, but now I'm back on it again. So cool. So what brought you back to it? I mean, having been doing like a lot of research in this field, it's, it's very common that you stop when you're 25 or something, when you're going to start doing other things, like primarily like studying or going in after your career. But I think that what made, took me back was like felt so empty, not being around horses, not having like another purpose in life, just like apart from like working and working out. That just felt like that wasn't enough.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, as you were kind of finding yourself back into the equestrian world, tell me a little bit about how you went from there to then coming up with the idea of creating your own clothing line. And what was that process like for you? I mean, it was a couple of
1: years just spending time in the stable and working with other projects. I had another company before, but moving back and forth and uh, like in stable environment and hanging around with horses. I just never felt so comfortable in this like Swarovski look and also with not the best quality. And then yeah. when I met Emily, Emily, my, my co-founder, she was, we can share the same belief that Why do we have to look like we are like figure skating when we are in the stable? And yeah, when we discussed like so many things back and forth and then we decided together that, yeah, let's let's change something about this because we didn't feel at home in the style that was presented.
0: That is such a good point. And I think something that you and I have talked about a lot before is the idea of equestrians being athletes. And so finding, finding like pieces and materials that really align with that notion, like not only are we, you know, athletes in the saddle, but we're also cleaning stalls and we are moving yes. jumps and we you know, doing a lot of physical things. Yes and also I mean
1: if you if you compare like like high quality like like ski wear or very good like performance wear they are great quality you can use them for like several seasons they don't broke they're they're just great pieces I would say it's, it was hard for us to find something uh, similar to that in the equestrian world I mean of course there are great brands out there but it's something with like the design and the communication that wasn't just it didn't feel like an updated modern brand it was just something bit more older so that's why we started yaga from the beginning
0: when you met with emily and kind of decided that you had this mutual love and interest and desire to come out with something new what then happened from that point to coming out with your first piece yeah so that was that was that was a a long
1: uh, that could be like a long story but let's make it short I mean, first of all, it was like me and Emily getting to know each other, like even better. We met through a common friend who, yeah, who introduced us. We had, we had such common interests, but I mean, it was just me and her getting to know each other and kind of pitching and discussing our ideas back and forth until we could agree upon something that we both could like, yeah, really sign, sign off to. And then we, yeah, I mean, funding the company, you know, we're female funded company and, um uh, We own like the majority of the company, and we took in some like friends and family uh, money just to to start off. Because that was also something important that we wanted from the beginning that uh, we wanted to have clothes of high quality, and we didn't want to go the way that you know, many, um, you know, startups do when they're in the beginning that they just take something, they send the piece to China and then say like, yeah, do something similar. And then you come back with something, you know, half good. Mm-hmm. So we, therefore we wanted to have some funding into the c- company. Yeah. And from that, we, we like found our designer, uh, Emmy Anderson, and she's been having a background at H&M group, uh, which in here in Sweden, is really huge, and and from we contracted her to be our lead designer, and she has a, like a street style background. So from that,
0: yeah, I mean How we cool. started to de- yeah developing the pieces with her, which were really amazing. I remember like distinctly when I received my first yaga pieces in the mail. And I was, I don't, I don't know what my expectations were, but I feel like when I first opened them, I remember being so blown away with the quality of the pieces that I've told you this before, but my favorite is the mid layer jacket. I have it in the tan color mm. and it is unlike anything I own, it's so much better than, you know, any even like lifestyle jacket I have. That's not, that's not even, that's like a non-equestrian piece. And um, <laughs> the lines of it are just incredible and so flattering and so intricate while still being like so smooth and flattering and modern looking. I just think you you did such a great job of uh, kind of, finding that fine line between modern and clean and simple, but still having all of these details that really kind of set it apart from other pieces. Yeah, that's. thank you so much for saying that. And that
1: jacket took us like... So all of the pieces that we like launched it has taken us almost a year just to make them with a the design process and i think the mid-layer jacket i th- we say that the, the breeches they have like 27 samples i think the mid-layer had like 18. wow so yes and that's not just because we wanted to have their like design but then also to find the right fabric and everything and that's like why we use like a street style designer and not an equestrian uh, designer because she has yeah. those I have had those like ideas and the design styles we we haven't found in other equestrian brands
0: yeah I think that that's a really good point to kind of have that insight that even though you are an equestrian brand and there is benefit to understanding our small niche I think bringing ideas and concepts from the out from the rest of the world outside of our bubble into this space Yes,
1: that's I mean that's the purpose that we were trying to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of breeches, let's talk about your breeches because I think they are incredible. For me, when I look for a pair of and I feel like you call them breeches, I think they're kind of like this nice hybrid between breeches and what we would Normally, call here in the U.S. like riding leggings, so kind of like yes. a hybrid between the two. But what I love about breeches, uh, about these riding leggings, because I am li- I can be a, tend to be a little insecure about my thighs, and I especially mm-hmm. for tan riding leggings and breeches in general, they have to be the perfect thickness and the perfect material for me because yeah. um, I don't <laughs> like to show cellulite. I just no don't prefer to have the world see my cellulites. <laughs> For me, yeah. when I tried them on, and when, when I when I first got them, I was like, okay, these feel really nice, but are they going to pass that test? Like, are they going mm-hmm. to be breathable and move with me, but still kind of have that smoothing effect? And again, I was blown away because they're like this beautiful light tan color, but I like literally saw no signs of lumps or bumps anywhere. I also love the waistband; I think it's like. The perfect thickness and the amount of compression is um, really flattering without being too tight. Like I didn't feel like a like a sausage where I was like, Mm -hmm. you know, I like if you get if it if it's too tight or it's not the proper fit, you get that kind of muffin top effect. And so I think it, it did such a nice job of smoothing my waistline while still being a really nice fit.
1: Yeah that's great to hear. I mean the waistband is actually it, all of, like all of the things we we developed are specifically you know made for being like a function where when you're going to ride. So like sometimes when you ride you have you have oh no like not sometimes when you ride like always when you ride you have to have like a hardcore core stability. What would you be looking for to kind of support that core stability? Yeah something around your waist that could like hold it in or like help you with that. So that's why we put like the, the waistband a little bit higher and also a little bit broader than normally so it could support you
0: while riding. Definitely. Yeah. I think yeah. that that was a, a really like a key thing to add that that definitely, I feel like, sets your uh, riding pants apart from others.
1: Yay. And also, I mean, thank you for talking about the material. I was on the phone today with the Italian supplier of this fabric and it's just... Yeah it's a very very special fabric and it's also very 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 expensive if we compare it to all of sure. the other things that we could have had and but we choose to, to have this double like bonded uh, yeah double bonded fabric so they what they do is that they glue together like small like two pieces together so therefore they are like you don't see through them we say that they are like 100% squat proof yeah and i think that's also something that's like we try to Showcase like our quality because a lot of other riding breaches. You know, you you do so many things. As you said, you're like uh, carrying fences and everything. But then all of a sudden, you have to you know bend down, of course, and then you can like see everything. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this is not supposed to be like a sexy sport. You're such a hardcore athlete when you're in, around the stable and around the yeah. horses. You should think about other things like, ex, you know, showing your butt or showing your satellites. And if you don't feel comfortable with that, I think it's it's good that they kind of doesn't show anything.
0: Totally. Yeah. I love it. And so then, yeah, the,
1: com- the compression feel is like, yeah, it's, yeah, I think they are the best.
0: It's so, <laughs> yeah, it's so great. Before we get in a word from our sponsor, I want to talk about them for a little bit because I have worked with and worn Tucker Tweed Equestrian products for a while now and I love them. The quality leather is amazing and I'm always wearing their Wellington wristlet and their backpack. The products are stunning. If you are familiar with Tucker Tweed Equestrian, then you most likely know and have seen how often they promote their retail partners. With the cancellation of a number of nationwide horse shows, many retail partners are missing out on key opportunities to see and service their clients. So to support their partner tax. tucker tweed is encouraging you to shop tax store websites during those miss horse show dates or purchase through tucker tweed directly but then make sure to tag the respective tax stores in the order notes this way we can all support tax stores and each tax store receives credit for any purchases made thank you so much for that reminder jill tweedy founder of tucker tweed you are amazing jill thank you for everything that you're doing okay let's get back to the episode Talk to me a little bit about your sizing, because I think something that is sometimes a pain point, I know for people who are the My style community, is when they are working with new brands or maybe a yeah. brand that's based um, not in the U.S., um, just figuring out how the sizing goes and kind of the conversion or how things run. So talk to me a little bit about the sizing for your pieces.
1: Yes, so... I, I just, I'm doing the converter here. So I'm 5'47, 167 centimeters. And I normally wear like a Europe 36. And I have a small. And I have, uh, you know, like many riders have, a little bit bigger thighs and a big booty. Not big, super big, but I mean, it's it's the, it's the last. And <laughs> uh, I mean, and I think the smalls are, are perfect. And I don't know what size. I don't remember what size you have.
0: Yeah. So I am. Yeah. I'm a US, usually a US size, like 26 or 27 in breeches, Mm. usually like two to four in tops. And I also Mm. have the small and it literally, it it was like made to fit me. I feel like it fit like I wouldn't, (laughs) it's like the exact size that I would want.
1: Okay yeah so it's. I think that uh, we should maybe put on the like american converter uh, yeah yeah this kind of yeah how you can see your size
0: better right yeah i would say overall it runs true to size but with your episode we have we'll have a page about yagya and about you so i'll make sure to include the conversion scale on there too for people who want yeah, to look into yeah that would it more.
1: be yeah well that would be perfect and also now we are Trying to do more content about the sizes and how they fit on different bodies. So we have also great feedback from girls that are you know, a little bit bigger that do extra large and that they say that they really like them and that they fit really well. And also that it's like perfect shape for them as well.
0: Love it. Tell me about the inspiration behind the Barn Hat. Oh yeah, the Barn Hat. I
1: mean, we know that you're when you're riding you're around the stable you want to protect your hair sometimes and also you want to be protected from the sun and i'm i love wearing hats and emily love wearing hats as well and our designer and we you know we look, when we looked at the like what do you what do you what normally questions have we couldn't see anyone that did some some kind of hat that, like we could of course but if you look into the cowboy can you say that yeah mm-hmm. the cowboy yeah. style But nothing from, like, the other equestrian. It was just all these, like, caps that people wear. So we were like, okay, but maybe we could do something more, like, trendy, something nicer that could protect you both from the rain and both from the sun. And we looked at so many other, like, big fashion houses, what they were doing and see, and then we could, you know, and then we found some inspiration for the cowboy as well. And then we combined them into being, like, our hybrid stable hats.
0: Yeah, I think it's like the perfect, especially with like bucket hats being so hot right now. But it, the, the, I think the, width of the brim on the barn hat yeah. is just so flattering that it sometimes I feel like uh, some people were a little skeptical with the popularity of the bucket hat because I think um, some people think that it's not flattering on every on every like head shape or or what have you but I think the barn hat is super flattering and I thought I'd be like all for that shape but then I put it I pinned it up you know with the snaps to make it more yeah. of that western shape and I'm like oh my gosh wait I think I can't even which one I like more But I love both ways Yay Yeah it's. I mean that's nice
1: You can wear it in different ways And I like wear it I saw that you also wear it When you were in Tulum And you were at the beach Oh yeah And okay. I've been wearing it At the beach as well Because I think it's like A perfect hat to You know Have there it's Protected through the sun And everything
0: And I always When I am Looking to get pieces That to incorporate In my wardrobe I want to be able to Yeah Like take some things On vacation to Mexico and I'm not Mm. doing any riding or working, but I I love to find ways to seamlessly incorporate my equestrian pieces. And I think that a lot of your pieces and like, yeah, like I, I traveled with the mid layer jacket on the airplane and you know, it's just so easy and I can still kind of have that equestrian style no matter where I am. So I think that that's something that Yagya has done a great job with kind of like seamlessly being able to integrate these pieces in every aspect of your life.
1: Yeah, I think I think so. I think so too. I mean, that's that's the goal and that we were looking for it. But I think like one of the products that we that I use every day is the carry on belt bag. And I was just I don't know gonna if, ask you about that. Yeah, I mean, tell me, that tell is me a the, little bit
0: about that and like how that came to be because it's super unique and it's there's literally nothing else like it.
1: No, I mean that is a piece that we also worked with for a really long time, finding the perfect shape, finding the perfect material. I think like the the waistband that is around the your, your stomach. We had we sent it back and forth. I don't know how many times to find the perfect kind of bounceiness in the band, and we wanted to have something that was like you can you know here in Sweden we have rave rave parties where you go out in the forest and yeah. you dance. We wanted to have like a rave proof bag go out, you can dance with it. And like I love a that. Par, like a party proof bag. But then at the same time, when you're at the bar and you're going around, I always had my pockets like so huge and always falling out things and everything. And then we were like, yeah, but we should do like something where you can combine this kind of super, you know, the rave proof bag, but also with something that you can wear when you're working. And then, I mean, Emmy did some... Amazing sketches. This is like the, the result. Our carry carry on belt bag. An amazing piece, if you ask me.
0: And I like that you can also remove the waistband and it's like a great crossbody bag. There's so many different things you can do with it. But even just for us equestrians that spend a lot of time with like endurance riding or trail riding and just having that close, you know, to be able to, Mm. you know, have your cell phone right there, your treats there. I know that for some of us, hard to find a pair of breeches that holds our our giant smartphones sometimes. So, exactly. um, It's nice to just have something like that that's like really like close to you and on your person and you don't have to worry because you have both a Velcro closure pouch and the zipper closure so that you know that it's not going anywhere no exactly and i think like it's also
1: so great because it, it really sticks like when you're riding or you're trying to go for a hike or something it really sits there you can like gallop and you do like a lot of trotting and everything it's just like yep it's there and you can like move it around your body a little bit if you want to have even more free space like your hands mm-hmm. i mean i think yeah, i really i've been training some endurance horses here in sweden with one of the girls in the national team and then um, I mean, all of the team now like, has this bag because it's so good. But when you go out riding for, I don't know, four hours or so, right. you have to carry a little bit more things. And it's also now when it's been summer, it's been really hot. It's, I mean, you don't want to wear a jacket and have uh, stuff, uh, things in your pocket. So I think this, right. yeah, this bag is great for it. And it's also very, very stylish. I love it. Like if you wear the black yeah. layer or if the beige layer, I think it's just like gorgeous.
0: Yeah, I agree. So cool. Tell me a little bit about an area of the industry that you are super passionate about that you feel like the rest of the equestrian community either just doesn't know a lot about or doesn't talk that much about. So
1: I think like a lot of the thing that we talk about in Yagya is the rider's high. Uh, and the rider's high is something that's, you know, similar to the runner's high. It's something that you feel when you've been doing, when you've been hanging out a lot in the stable. It's like time's gone missing. You're like, oh my God, how can it be this time? I was supposed to be here for two hours. And you know, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that never happens. If you have a partner that doesn't ride, you know, he's probably, he or her is probably just like, yeah. Uh, they, just this. <laughs> yeah they, they just know now. Yeah. They just know. They know better yeah and I think it's also in this time area in the world where we're living now people are like always on their phone and stressing to the next thing. It's just so nice to be present in the moment, and I think like going to the stable you could I could be in a like bad mood or stress or something, and when I leave, I'm always happy that's like no matter what maybe if I fall in love and maybe not that be yeah. be that happy but anyway like overall and anyway, so so what we what I think, like, you should what one could highlight a little bit is just like, how could we get more people to discover this rider's hide, to discover this amazing feeling that you have when you've been spending time around horses, when you've been up in the saddle or just like hanging around the barn, doing the barn stuff? It's just, it's just so nice. And I would love, we would love to open up for more people to discover those things.
0: Totally. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And I love love how you've kind of coined that phrase with Yagya of riders high because you hear people talking, different athletes talking about runners high. And it's one of those things where it's like you don't understand until you've personally experienced it. So finding ways, I think that's so important and uh, definitely a conversation that people should have is we have experienced it, you know, time and time again as equestrians is probably one of the big driving forces that makes us continue to, you know, do this sport. But having this understanding and experiencing this rider's high, it's a great motivation to be able to try to find ways to have others experience it also. Yes. Yes. Yes, I agree. That's so cool. Yeah, I love that. Great point. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Even I know we're like a world away you're in europe right now but thank you so much for taking the time i love chatting with you i love your passion for your brand and i seriously i just think you're doing amazing things and just like the riders high that we want everyone to have i want everyone to experience yagya pieces because they have like changed my whole wardrobe and something things that i always want to incorporate no matter what i'm doing so thank you so much and i wish you all the best thank you so much and uh, yeah thanks for having me as a guest in
1: your amazing podcast
0: all right that is all i have for you today thank you so much for tuning in if you liked what you heard please take a minute and write a review on itunes i would so appreciate it it helps people like you find the podcast and it helps me get some killer guests thank you so much and i will talk to you next week